Ryan Dawson, how is it going, my friend? Doing well. 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. in Japan. We thank you for staying up late. Oh, I'm in Korea right now, but same time zone, right? Yamaseo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so andrew tate is that what you've been following the bbc interview uh, recently yeah i follow bbc sometimes part of my job it's hard to watch <laughs> not just andrew tate i mean they did another they did a equally hacked interview with uh, elon musk i don't know if you saw that but after watching elon musk and then andrew tate i i just think man what, what this is the bbc it's horrible. They just went in with loaded questions, did a hack job, couldn't get the answers they wanted, got triggered, quit. <laughs> it was awful. Both of them yeah, train wrecks. I watched some of the highlights of the Elon Musk one. I watched the complete tape version that he'd recorded himself wisely. And rumble. That host, she was just gunning for trouble the whole way through it. It didn't reply to anything when she got something dead wrong or even reversed. Instead of saying, oh, sorry, I had that backwards. You got attacked with a machete in this hypothetical situation, not the woman. It didn't matter. Just, oh, well, uh, next talking point. And what was hilarious is he even said, you haven't watched it. You have a bunch of bullet points from Reddit, which is exactly what it was. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I think her name was Lucy. And, uh, you know, it was nice of, um, of Andrew and Tristan both said, hey, don't attack this woman on Twitter. She's just, you know, doing her job. And I'm thinking, yeah, she's just a drone in the, in the completely vapid, amoral BBC, the same institution that lied about Iraq and Syria and every other war uh, that covered up actual criminals and Am I allowed to say the word? Uh, no, say we're on YouTube, right? Can't say it. <laughs> the things that they've accused Andrew of that other people have actually done um, that they've helped cover it up. And it's so bad. I mean, it's not just BBC. It's Google, too. Like, we can't even say certain words or bring up certain people or certain laptops or certain uh, people that I've been on this show to talk about for a long time. The double standards and all those people. no. They want to go after somebody who hasn't even been charged of anything, just accused. And then as some of the most um, egregious accusations have already been withdrawn. But she brought them up anyway about uh, grapes. And, you know, that's not even um, one of the accusations anymore. And she says it anyway. Total hack job and embarrassing how bad she got things wrong, how how out of context. And there's... He was laughing because he's like, um, okay, you are talking to me about a joke from four or five years ago that was completely taken out of context. Like a woman had said about her boyfriend, oh, his car is mine or something. So he said, why? Because you're together. And he were okay, what's your job? She does OF. And he explained the whole thing. It didn't matter. Not It wasn't a, a shred of of decency saying, Oh, I've got, I did get that backwards. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. And then she got machete story wrong too, which was a story about protecting women. He didn't bring that up, but he's, how is he supposed to remember everything he's ever said? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody, you could cherry pick me and make me uh, into anything too. Cause there's an, I'm on the internet long enough. 
that you could say, did you say da 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 in, you know, 20 years ago or something? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. What's the context? Nuts. That's what they went with in his own house, too. Where he hasn't been free a day this year. Kept him in what? jail for three months. Ugh. What I'm curious about, Ryan, is if you're facing decades in prison, the first thing your lawyer tells you is don't do any media interviews. So I'm just wondering why he's going against the headline advice from, from any legal counsel. I think his lawyer was there also, but um, when they arranged it, he wasn't supposed to be talking about the case or his accusations. That's either the BBC promised up and down. We're not going to get into that. They said whatever they needed to, they begged them and said, okay, well, we won't talk about that. Uh, they lied, right? They said whatever they had to do to get their foot in the door. And as soon as they got in there, it was nothing about other than accusations and things about the case. And he kept saying, well, I can't talk about an active case while I'm in Romania. That's in Romania. Da, 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 da. You know, and his lawyer was there to just, just come in and say stop or whatever. But he said, you know, whatever. It's all things that are all over the place on Twitter and stuff anyway. And I guess for him, he's thinking, look, I'm innocent. I'm not worried about this. They're going to come in and say this and that. These are all things I've already addressed, right? Before he was in trouble, a lot of these accusations would come out about the Mansphere stuff, calling him a misogynist and blah, blah, blah. He's, these are all things he's already answered. So he's just given the same answer. Uh, so I suppose, I guess that's the rationale. Yeah, the problem with that is if the prosecutor, if he goes to trial, the prosecutor just clickbaits a couple of sentences from what he said presently and says, look, this guy's not showing any remorse. He's doing interviews. He said this even after we've got him on house arrest. It, it could really go against him. So I, I just find it a strange thing being in that situation myself where the lawyer just tells you not only don't talk about your case to anyone, but don't give media interviews on, on any subject matter whatsoever. It just takes one sentence to be used against right. you and y it can sink you. Well, you don't show remorse unless you've done something wrong, which he feels he hasn't. So why would he have feel remorse about things? They've taken some of the stuff he said before he was a celebrity, right? So it's stuff, he's like, well, stuff you said way, way back when, <clears throat> when he didn't think anyone was listening to whatever, and he's not an influencer and it doesn't really matter. It's just you're in a room saying things to people. And it doesn't matter what he said, like, how offensive something is to somebody that he said, none of that's illegal. So you're not on trial for, for being a jerk or whatever. Like there's specific charges and he's not guilty of them. And whatever else he said or what he drives or what he smokes, whatever, it's irrelevant. And the woman, you could tell like that was a motivating factor for the BBC. He's like, well, you drive a Bugatti and you, and he smokes cigars. People might want to emulate that. No matter what, he's also a kickboxing champion. People might want to do that too. Doesn't mean they can. Um, and what does it matter what you drive or whatever? It's really, it was uh, their own prejudices, right? They're guilty. It's projection. They're guilty of their own accusations. It's very typical. But that's what they were flying in on him at. Like, okay, you just don't like his message. And you can see the same thing with Elon Musk when he's, it wasn't anything he's done legally or whatever. It's a comment he made about George Soros, right? The, un, the untouchable. 
he, he compared him to a Marvel comic book supervillain, Magneto, of just the, all he called him. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's accurate. <laughs> and they got mad. Like, why would you call George Soros Magneto? That's anti-Semitic. And he's like, first of all, this got nothing to do with that. And he said, look, I'd, Magneto, if you know the character, he's a self-righteous supervillain. And that's kind of... <laughs> It's the bill, man. Like that's George Soros, his self-righteous supervillain. He's, you know, you know all the things he's done. He's paying off people for leniency on criminals and stuff. That's something a supervillain would do. He's a billionaire that's just actively destroying society. Um, Magneto needs superpowers to do it. George Soros just needs billions of dollars and no conscience. And look, a lot of people don't like George Soros, but the press loves him because he throws his money around. So they went in there after like an attack on Elon Musk, who's he's made all these electric cars to help the environment. You know, I don't agree that that does, but they think so, you know, and uh, uh, just helping free speech by uh, buying Twitter and, and firing a lot of the, the people protecting uh, <clears throat> a certain type of crime, you know, it's so frustrating. We can't even say what these is, but, you know, it's just Elon Musk. He's a good and uh, if he wants to call Soros Magneto, why not? And there was just this upheaval. And then they use the the sin of all sins. You're anti-Semitic, which he definitely isn't. Like in his whole life, he's never done anything like against uh, <clears throat> Jewish people or anything. But I don't know. Just because George Soros an individual belongs to that category, they're going to throw out that attack. I mean, that's just desperate, right? Well, that's what they did. And they did the whole some people say thing, which was sort of a, a favorite of Fox News in the run up to the second Gulf War was some people will say some people are saying and then they just inject their own opinion. Right. And BBC tried that again on Andrew saying something like, uh, well, you know, statistically school children in the UK are this, this and this type of violence are up since they've been watching you, <laughs> which reminded me. Say, okay, yeah, let's blame rock and roll or Dungeons and Dragons or movies or something. All those things are up. All the like violence is up in school, whether Andrew is there or not. I mean, it's got nothing to do with his message. His message is telling young men to do the opposite. But they were like, well, they, you know, they they got rid of this gesture, right? This, which is from Akito. It's Japanese, actually. They, but Andrew does it a lot. And they just, <laughs> they're like, well, Kids in school are doing that hand gesture. So <laughs> these are the same people that freaked out and said that this gesture, which means okay, it's always meant okay. It means white power because upside down it looks like a W and a, a P. Actually, this is the W is a P. You, ha you can't even do it all in one direction. They're nuts. I mean, that's desperate. Trying to blame him for generalized crime in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Like, how is he supposed to defend against that? Like, oh, yeah, it's from my video, huh? Ridiculous. Most, most of the violence is from drug gangs, and this is true in America, true here, competing for the black market profit in drugs created by drug laws, created by the government. So it's the government that's perpetuating these policies, that's, the violence is tearing the fabric of society apart. But you've got a question here from that's Judith That's the second worst. Most of the violence is from the government. They're the ones oh, yeah, starting that, wars yeah, and yeah. doing the, the, the other thing that we're not allowed to say. 
and the BBC's been nothing but covered for it. Murdered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the BBC's covered up the involvement of of the war in Syria of the United Kingdom in there and the white helmets, which are just uh <laughs> just a ISIS conduit with a medical theme. It's the BBC's run cover for all these gangs and uh you could you know, there's the one I really want to talk about with Savile and a lot of other examples that we're not even allowed to say. That's how ridiculous the mass media is. You can't openly talk about these kind of crimes by states or other actors uh, on Google. That's sick. One of the few places you can talk about it now is Twitter because of Elon, uh, who then gets accused of being anti-Semitic for calling George Soros Magneto. And he doubled down. Right. So he doubled down with a scene from The Princess Bride, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you got a question from Judith Bays, and it is Are the Tates still under house arrest, and what is going on with them? And if you've got a question for Ryan, put it in the chat, and we'll get it to him. We're live right now. Yeah, there's, they're under house arrest, and they go at the end of the month, they'll go back to the court and figure out finally. That'll be the limit of how many days you can hold somebody, right? It's 180 days. So, yeah, after six months, three of which were in jail, three of which will be under house arrest, they'll get their fate. Um, fortunately, the two most heinous accusations have been withdrawn. So they have some ridiculous stuff, one of them on Tristan being like, well, <laughs> Things you said on the internet may have hurt someone's feels somewhere. Essentially is what it means. It's it's like trying to hold someone accountable with anything you said. Well, somebody, some idiot somewhere might have listened to that and then done a dumb thing. You can't hold people responsible for that. He didn't tell anybody to do anything uh, illegal. But yeah, they're both under house arrest. Um, not a bad house to be in. Nine bedrooms, da da da, da But, it, you know... <laughs> After a while, you get sick of being in your house. I mean, they they could look across. Andrew did a joke. He saw a, a chair on a balcony across like, from one of his neighbors or whatever. He goes, I can't sit in that chair. You know, that's what I want to do. And first thing I do when we get off house arrest, I'm going to climb over this fence and sit in that chair. <laughs> you lose it, man. If you've been in your house for months, you start getting a little, uh, a little antsy, right? So it sounds like the spirits of Andrew and Tristan have improved since they were released. They looked a bit run down when they were released. I mean, their diet and everything improved because they're out of prison. Um, and at least they have access to uh, phones, social media and whatnot, right? I think that they were like, put them on house arrest, let them have their phones. Maybe they'll trip up because they don't really have anything on them that's... You know, the thing, like, they're not going after businesses or anything. There's no tax evasion charges. There's nothing with uh, gambling or anything. It's it's more like they don't like their message and they really don't like their reach because the things they've been saying, a lot of other people also say in that field, but Andrew especially gets political now and then. He'll talk about the, the war that's going on and um, <clears throat> being careful with my words even. He'll talk about the stuff I talk about. And that, you know, <laughs> they don't want people to know that. But Andrew has a, uh, you know, 200 times the reach I have, or more even. So I don't know the figure, but like a lot more influence. And so 
if he said 1% of the things I said, it would be devastating to the system or he would call the matrix. And he, he talks about all of it. He talked about the Mexican beer. He talked about the weather. He talked about all the taboo things and people listen. It really resonates. They go, yeah, how come da, 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 things I can't say on YouTube. All of them are, um, although YouTube changed its policy on, um, on questioning elections, finally, I guess that, that it's almost like there's another one coming up and they don't feel like they can win it. You got a question <laughs> here from Johnny Trash, Ryan, and it is, hey, Ryan, just watched Numek, fascinating movie. Are the Tates being represented by U.S. lawyers? Uh, they have more than one lawyer. Their main lawyer, I believe she's American, yes. Um. The U.S. Embassy actually did encourage to get them out of jail and put under house arrest. Uh, that was for them and, and two of the women that were also involved in this case. If he gets out of this case in Romania, is he facing charges in other jurisdictions, other countries? The, well, he doesn't even have a charge in Romania yet, but the only accusations are from Romania, so that's all they're dealing with right now. The two principal um, accusers, one was American and one was uh, British, but everything is said to have happened in Romania that they've been accused of. So it would be under Romania and everything. This case really wouldn't last the United States because you're presumed innocent until proven guilty. So it would just it wouldn't make it a day. You've got uh, because they comments. have money. They actually have. They see they obey the rules if you're wealthy enough in America. So like, like America has pretty good system judicial system if you're rich enough, and it's not drugs, then you're all right. Anne has sent in a question slash statement. When I were in London ten years ago, I saw young kids, nine to twelve year old boys with knives. I got upset because no one wanted to help the boy. Is the British government now wanting to blame him, as in Tate? <laughs> yeah, 10 years ago. <laughs> well, what's I believe it was on Pierce Morgan, which is a it's an American show with a British host, but they were talking about um, knife crime in London in particular, and Tate had a solution for it. I mean, he's very much against violence and very much against knife crime. Who isn't? But, you know, the, the laws are too lenient. People, someone will do a stabbing and go to jail and be out again the next week. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know what? You, I think he said something like you you catch somebody with a knife, uh, you know, 10-year minimal. If you're even carrying right. a knife. There's so many stab there's stabbings every day just in that city. Next question is from Motel. Ryan, do you think the charges will stick? What has already happened is the court of public opinion has been devastating because everyone's going to call them pimps and bleepity bleep and bleepity bleep just based on the accusations. And that's kind of like, that's what women can do to any guy is say he touched me or something. And even if you're completely exonerated legally, you're never exonerated because people who hate what you say are going to decide to believe accusations because just because they don't like you, not because it's there's evidence or anything is they want to believe you're a monster. 
So if someone accuses you something, then it must be true because it psychologically gratifying for them to believe that. So they're going to. So they've already been grilled in that everywhere they go. They're going to have that accusation. This happened like with Scott Ritter. He got accused of a horrible thing. Um, I can't I don't even get in that whole case, but like that follows him around forever. No matter what he says, which a hundred percent correct about Iraq or Ukraine or whatever, it doesn't matter. They're like, yeah, well, that guy did this thing, and it's what it wasn't at all what uh, they claim. But yeah, it's just gonna follow them around no matter what, and they could find them guilty on something like one of these made up things of uh, you know. It's almost like Socrates. You're guilty of corrupting the youth. <laughs> Says who? They hate his message. It's it's not just his; it's their message. Tristan too, but they don't like that message. But they they're really focused on Andrew. I mean, that's who they had the interview with, and that's who they have the most footage of saying things. I guess TikTok or whatever. They didn't look at any of the stuff long form. I have because I saw the clips. I'm like, that doesn't sound good. Let's see the whole thing, though. And then you look, you listen to it, and it's yes, yeah, pretty common advice: go make money, lift weights, improve yourself. You know, he does believe in a kind of Islamic gender roles. So do another billion people. So what? But they don't like it. They don't like his message. But it's more of his reach that they're afraid of, and he knows that. He knows that it's his that he was the most googled man, or actually. I keep saying he, I'm misgendering him. He is he is now a she, according mm-hmm. as of three days ago. Uh just to kind of shine a light on the ridiculousness. So I think his name is her name is now Amanda Imitate. Get it? <laughs> and uh, so it's the most Googled woman in the world. But mm-hmm. you know, a transgender lesbian woman of color who's also a migrant is now under house arrest unjustly mm-hmm. for this so month. You've had an objection to what you're saying from one of the viewers, Imogen. I'll read it and let you get a rebuttal in. Sure. So, Andrew confessed to various crimes. His confessions are all over the internet. They were not proven innocent. There was just insufficient evidence to hold them for any longer. That's my understanding. No, he hasn't confessed to any crimes. And the most egregious accusations are already withdrawn. And, I see, I know things... But I, I mean, I only have to keep my mouth shut another month because it's going to come out. I would never, ever defend somebody if I thought they were guilty of the things he's been accused of. Part of what I do is go after the people who actually do do those things. Women do make things up. Now, stuff he said, he has said stuff like, uh, well, when you're on OnlyFans talking to a girl, you're actually talking to me, whatever. Guess what? That's not illegal, and that's not what he's on going to trial over. If you're so delusional, uh, if you're such a simp that you think you're actually talking to the girl you're giving money to, it, that's nuts. I mean, it's fantasy. That girl doesn't know you, doesn't like you, just wants your money, and you're probably talking to, if not a dude, some other person. <laughs> like The same thing if you call for phone sex. It isn't what you imagine, okay? When you're doing OnlyFans, which I think is degenerate, but it is not illegal. You are allowed to have this kind of business. Yeah, you're probably not really talking to the girl. Duh. <laughs> you know? And 
yeah, it's sleazy, but he he openly admitted it. He's like, yeah, you're. We were telling them what to say, or we were typing it in ourselves, right? Okay, that's actually not a crime, and it's shitty, I guess. But like, <laughs> don't be on OnlyFans, you know what I mean? Like, um, that's the kind of stuff people are mad about. Oh, it's hypocrisy for you to say. Um, Girls shouldn't act this way. Guys shouldn't act this way. But you made money off this type of industry. Okay. Well, not illegal. That's not a crime. It's just mean. Just let me respond to this question. We interview people with a range of viewpoints on a range of subjects. And as the host, I try and remain neutral and just get different people's perspectives. So... Have you heard of Philip Schofield? I know it's a UK, generally a UK story, and we've got to weigh our words carefully here. It's allegations. There's no crime right. uh, been. Uh, there's no charges or, or criminal uh, conviction here. But um, I know you're familiar with Jimmy Savile, and there's a series coming out on the BBC later this year called The Reckoning, a dramatization of Savile. And um, there well, Schofield- are... You could see the headlines on him about you know, basically apologizing for that. And then the one on Tate, which mentioned the charges in the headline, right? Uh, and it's just night and day. I mean, Tate has said lewd things as a character on the internet. So we've got a couple of minutes left with Ryan. If you've got any questions, it is last call for questions with Ryan right now. Ryan, while we're waiting for questions to come in, do you want to tell the viewers where they can find you and support you these days? Hey, I got it. I got my Twitter back in January. Finally, I have a normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rye, like R-Y Liberty, all one word on Twitter. And then I have my websites, A&C, like anti-neocon, ancreport.com. We got all the goods on there, Rumble and Telegram and so on. But finally got a Twitter back. It's been fun. Got... Got in and got over 50,000, like, right away. Great. Just needed and an how, on-ramp, yeah. How do you think Twitter has evolved since Elon took over? It's not perfect, but it's because there are people who are still banned, and there are people, like Ritter's banned, who I mentioned earlier. There are people who uh, were never brought back or brought back and then banned again. Um, but it's still light years ahead of how it was, right? They brought the Tates back, Um they just brought back Sarah Westall, who I, I believe you know. She didn't get it. I mean, and then the uh, actual head of trust and safety, Ella Irwin, just quit over this movie by Matt Walsh. What's, what is a woman? Um, was 170 million views on that, by the way, in a day. The Daily Wire and a lot of the Twitter um, employees were so incensed that this movie would be on Twitter, just asking what a woman is that they quit. Um, well, the more of that, the better, because if you're mad about that movie, that movie is mild, you know, uh, fine. Get rid of all these wokies because uh, that is the stain. Uncle Ted called it. I mean, he knew this, this type of leftist ideology is not an ideology. It's a psychology. It's a type of broken person that I, and I could get into that, but not at the end of your segment, but there, there are these kind of, it's a sickness and they're all over the place. 
and they gravitate to positions where they can throw their weight around because they're control freaks. And so they were all over trust and safety of Twitter, of YouTube, of all these um, social media orgs. And they're starting to quit. They're frustrated with Elon Musk. Well, good. Good riddance. Um, the less of them, the better Twitter is going to be. And now they allow long-form video. You can put up to two hours or I think two gigabytes or you know, one or the other on Twitter. They have monetization, although it's extremely slow to get approved before there was none. Um, and a lot more people are on and you, you have a wider range of things you're allowed to say. There's still things you can't criticize. There's still things you can't say, but far better than it was. So people that assumed Elon was just going to be like Thomas Jefferson or something. And just, as long as it's not illegal, you can say it. Is that something he was claiming? Well, that didn't happen, but, um, you definitely could say, way more and and a lot, even i'm on there i mean that's you know, <laughs> i can get on there and talk about 9-11 if i want to uh there's only a few minefields you can't touch and yeah the block feature is great just block all the nafo people um because before the way it worked is there were online gangs that realized if we all flag so and so that'll get rid of them and they would just go from one person to the next who they didn't like. Well, now they, someone actually looks to see what you said. And if it's not against the rules, it doesn't matter how many people flag you. So that's that's definitely an improvement. But it still has a long way to go. They didn't bring back like Jeremy McKenzie. People were not even that controversial. Still can't get on. Um, but then again, he had to fire like 80% of the staff. <laughs> so, But I think it's going far better and at a perfect time between before the 2024 election i mean they just did a twitter space with rfk jr they did one with ron DeSantis. people like that would never have had a a chance to reach that many people without paying enormous amounts of money right so a lot of people got to hear those messages i'm sure the offer is there for trump as well he's probably not going to do it because he has truth social but um he doesn't seem to have a hard time reaching people on his own. So it's been good. Right. Ryan has been a friend of the channel for many years. We go way back on some very important projects that were banned from certain platforms. So he's put his heart and soul into this work. Please support what he does. All of his links are in the description box below this video. He's got multiple books out there. He stays up late into the night to do these interviews from Japan and Korea today. And uh, we salute you, Ryan, and we look forward to seeing you again soon, my brother. Cheers. Hey, I have that client list right here. This on Rumble one day. <laughs> Who killed E? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers, Ryan. Thank you very much. Peace. Take care. Take care, bye.